Hello, welcome to Okawa Book Club. So we're your hosts, I'm Dylan. I'm John. And we're going to be discussing the teachings of Riho Okawa. Riho Okawa is a world teacher, master, and CEO of Happy Science Group. So today's book is Spiritual Interviews with the Guardian Spirits of Biden and Trump. One of Riho Okawa's spiritual interview series. It's the latest edition of that series. And he reads the subconscious mind of Joe Biden and Donald Trump and reveals their hidden intentions and what they're really thinking about deep within their minds. So this might be a new concept for you, but before we get into that, let me read the table of contents so that we know just exactly what this book speaks about. It begins with a prologue, spiritually interviewing the guardian spirits of Biden and Trump regarding the upcoming presidential election. Then we get into chapter one, spiritual interview with the guardian spirit of Joe Biden, finding out how Biden thinks. It goes into Biden's pro-Chinese philosophy might mean he acknowledges hegemonism. How does he see the country of Japan? Discovering the true nature of Biden's soul. And lastly, asking his views on the novel coronavirus that originated in China. Then we have chapter two, spiritual interview with the guardian spirit of Donald Trump. It talks about President Trump's chances of being reelected, the course for containing dictatorial China, prospects for the presidential election and China's democratization, expectations for happy science, the words of God, the current Chinese regime will fall. So we have these very hard-hitting contents, and you can't find these contents anywhere else because in this book, unlike the other books we've been speaking about, it doesn't talk about the thoughts of Riho Okawa. What it talks about is the words of the spirits of Joe Biden and President Trump. And what a guardian spirit refers to is essentially in psychology what is called the subconscious mind. It is in spiritual terms, the spirit that looks upon and guides over someone's life from the heavenly world and knows everything about that person. So we are souls, we are spiritual beings, and all of us are living this complicated and tough life here on earth. That is why we are given a certain guiding spirit to help us in our everyday life, to help with the various problems and circumstances that we face. So Joe Biden and President Trump, like you and I, have these spirits guiding over us. And these spirits are able to speak on their behalf about what they're truly thinking about these various world problems that are plaguing our civilization. So, John, people might ask, how can you be sure that these spirits are speaking through Riho Okawa and that they're able to actually convey their true thoughts? Can you talk about the background behind these spiritual interviews? Absolutely, Dylan. Um, <clears throat> I think that this is something you could look at in both a spiritual and in a psychological way. So if we are going to look at it in a spiritual way, it could be said that the soul or the spirit of whichever spirit is called to Ryo Okawa essentially enters into his body. And during that period, Ryo Okawa is conscious of this, but in an entirely passive state where he's able to mediate 
whatever it is that the spirit is thinking and communicating um, using the linguistic center in his brain. And as that enters through the brain, it then comes out through real Kawa's voice and the messages are recorded by uh, the interviewers and people who are with him at that time. If we think of it in psychological terms, it's essentially that because we now know that the subconscious mind is correlated with the guardian spirits of each person, we can think of it in terms of what uh, Carl Jung called the collective unconscious, which would imply that although we all have an individual subconscious mind, there is a collective unconscious of mental energy that connects all minds. So essentially, Ryo Okawa would be connecting to that with his own mind into that collective unconscious and reaching into the subconscious minds of whichever person he's directing his mental energy towards and then bridging that back through his own mind and through his body. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. So again, this mechanism, we, we've heard of channelers and we've heard of psychics. But it's a little different than common psychics and common channelers. Because Riho Okawa attained enlightenment. He attained great enlightenment in 1981. That allowed him to open his spiritual abilities and start to receive words from the heavenly world. And at that time and through the years, he's gradually become better and better or more and more enlightened and more and more able to convey messages from all different types of beings, from all different areas of the spiritual world. And he's revealed a lot of secrets through these. For example, in 2016, January, he conducted a spiritual interview for the first time with candidate Trump's guardian spirit. And at that time, we found that if this kind of a person is running in the campaign, if he's running for this election, we predicted that he will win. Riho Okawa said he's expecting Donald Trump to become the next leader. That was on January 11th, 2016. Since that time, he's made more and more predictions, which have all come true regarding Donald Trump's candidacy and presidency. He called the rise of Trump the Trump Revolution and said that Trump will cause a kind of worldwide revolution with economic policy and with his ability to rethink the international system from scratch. He's conducted spiritual interviews with over 1,000 spirits to date. And through his experiences, we found so much secrets and so many prophecies have been realized in this world. So John, from your perspective, what kind of things did Joe Biden discuss in this interview? And then why do you think this was brought out by the interviewers? What kinds of topics and what kinds of things did we learn from this time? And how will it shape our minds and opinions of candidate Biden? One thing I observed uh, throughout the spiritual interview with Joe Biden was his approach to China was overall very pacifistic. He was not at all seemingly suspicious of China, or at least did not claim to be. For example, uh, China's expansion into the South Sea, which we might view it as uh, an act of imperialization and gaining further Chinese hegemony. But Joe Biden claimed that it was simply to expand their territory so that they would be able to fish and provide enough food for their nation, <laughs> which is a questionable way of looking at it, to say the least. Yeah, you mentioned that. It says here that he thinks in terms of balance of interests, not human rights and freedom. So this might be one of the biggest decisive points between the two. 
is that Joe Biden is thinking about the differences of the interest between China and the United States, whereas President Trump seems to be caring more about establishing freedom and liberty across Asia through the collapse of dictatorial powers. Can you talk about what Joe Biden said about his past in history? Um, right. So there was a discussion with Joe Biden's guardian spirit about his past uh, incarnations. And essentially, they weren't anything particularly significant. Uh, he initially stated that he remembered being a sheriff in the old American West, possibly involved in killing Native Americans at the time, as was you know the case at that, in that period of time. And in an in incarnation prior to that, he recalled being a slave trader involved with bringing people from Africa to the United States or North America at the time. Very shocking things indeed. I'm sure that some of our audience might be familiar with this concept of reincarnation and this concept of past lives. How Riho Kawa describes it in Happy Science is that all people reincarnate. However, it's not like the Indian idea that once we die, we are immediately reincarnated. In fact, there is a gap period where we either go to heaven or hell or someplace in the spiritual world where we live as a spirit. And that might take 100, 200, 300 years or more. But that is the real life of ours. This world is only a temporary training ground for our souls. And so our souls come to this world temporarily through the process of reincarnation to gain various life experiences and improve our karma and our soul's mission to reach a higher state of being. So Joe Biden, in his past, it seems that he was perhaps a sheriff in the West, perhaps a slave merchant in the old times, maybe 16 or 1700s or so. But he has a kind of guilt because of these incarnations. He spoke about his type of guilt, which is reflecting in his current understanding of the world. And we can understand why he would feel that way. Perhaps all of us would have the same feelings if we did these types of racial injustices in our soul's history. So he has a very regretful feeling towards that, and that's why he has taken the positions he has in the modern age in his political philosophy. So that is how our past comes to be reflected in our modern reincarnation, and we find the same thing for all different types of people. So, John, you spoke about Joe Biden and your impressions of what he said. What was your general impression of President Donald Trump? President Trump's uh, spiritual interview had a much stronger sense of confidence, uh, assuredness. He was reaffirming his hardline policies with China and the necessity of them. He does feel very confident that he will win the upcoming presidential election in November. And um, overall, I mean, his, his ideas, his thoughts about policies that could be integrated seem just a lot more solid for what we are looking for in a president. You know, whereas Joe Biden described himself as being a decent person, quote unquote, compared to Donald Trump, I think that, you know, the leader of a country, it's more important that they can get the job done. And uh, they're not there to be the nicest person in the world, per se, or anything like that. Um, and, you know, that was the general impression that I received from <clears throat> the interview with Donald Trump. Yeah, that's really important because in politics, what is most important is action and getting things done. And of course, Joe Biden and President Trump speak a little differently. President Trump uses more direct and forceful language. 
But as we found in a previous spiritual interview of his, he uses his words as a kind of weapon, since nowadays we're not fighting with each other using bows and arrows and things like that. He uses his words as a kind of weapon to defeat his enemies. And we can see that through his use of Twitter and his pronouncements on television. But essentially, as a former reality star, he learned to use his, his mouth as a kind of tool to defeat his enemies. And that is why we see him using names like Sleepy Joe, which we see in this former interview that Joe Biden objects to. But President Trump is trying to bring justice through the power of his words and through the sheer force of his willpower. So as you said, John, he has a lot of confidence. He said that he will win re-election and he will bring about Xi Jinping's downfall within two years. If we think about President Trump from the perspective of history, he's a Churchill-like figure. He's essentially declared that the leader of China, Xi Jinping, is the modern-day Hitler, and it requires force and vigilance in order to overcome such a person. Joe Biden is taking the more Chamberlain approach, which is appeasement and the idea of peace. And historians might be able to see that Chamberlain might have been a good person, but it, history required a Churchill-like figure in order to get the job done of overcoming a tyrant or an evil regime. And it's interesting to note that uh, it's very popular right now for people to refer to Donald Trump as being some type of dictator or even a fascist. But if you look at uh, any nation in history or presently, such as China, where uh, a regime such as those is in place, they're really nothing alike. I mean, uh, all of the protests and people who speak out against Trump are not silenced um, at any time. Right. And you, you see even the Hong Kong freedom fighters waving the American flag mm -hmm. in their protests. So the people who are experiencing extreme persecution around the world are looking to the U.S. right now to help establish those ideals of liberty and those ideals of freedom that the U.S. has advocated throughout time. We see here in President Trump's interview, John, that he said he has simulated the Taiwan crisis, he has prepared for China's military training in the South China Sea, and he is willing to protect Japan. So we see that he's actually a foreign policy president. He's someone that is caring about Asia's peace and Asia's prosperity. Actually, John, we saw that Joe Biden was perhaps a sheriff in the past life. Can you tell us the most recent past life of President Donald Trump, as has been revealed through various spiritual interviews before? Absolutely. Um, what we've learned from the spiritual interviews with Donald Trump is that he was, in fact, George Washington, the first president of the United States. And um, that may come as a surprise to many people. But if you think about George Washington, he was a very hardline president who uh, led the colonies to become a free United States uh, at that time. He was a military general and uh, he was willing to make many sacrifices and certainly wouldn't have been characterized, I'm sure, as a nice guy. But he had the qualities of a leader that allowed this country to be formed. Yeah, I saw recently this quote from Thomas Jefferson, who said, George Washington was naturally irritable. When his temper broke its bonds, he was the most tremendous in his wrath. So he was, of course, a fighter, a warrior, and a very strong person, but he tended to lose his temper at times. 
However, history remembers George Washington not for his personality, but for his accomplishments. And President Trump, too. In the modern era, the mass media tends to focus on his personality defects or his character that they don't agree with. But in history, what will be known is his actions to confront a rising totalitarian imperialistic nation and able to cause freedom and democracy to spread around the world through his strong actions. Perhaps you still might have some reservations in understanding President Trump's connection to George Washington. So you can look on okawabooks.com or Amazon and find the book called The Trump Secret. That contains two spiritual messages of the guardian spirit of President Trump, Riho Okawa's lecture in New York in 2016. Also includes a lecture called On Victory of Mr. Donald Trump, where Riho Okawa essentially predicted President Trump's use of tariffs and his economic policy, as well as why he won the election and how he would govern. And it's almost verbatim as to how President Trump has been governing the country. So you can see that his prophecy was realized. Well, we've talked about these two spiritual messages today. But John, I just wanted to ask you if you could actually read the afterword of this book. Because the preface tends to point out that you'll be able to find who's the better candidate between the two. But in the afterword, Rihokawa gives his own opinion, which is a little bit separate from both the spirits. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> the afterword states, To be honest, after comparing the opinions of the guardian spirits, maybe the world and Japan should have Trump re-elected. Regarding the China virus, the left-wing media outlets and pro-Chinese activists around the world are working behind the scenes to make the idea of natural occurrence or the idea of simultaneous and worldwide outbreaks the majority thinking. However, we cannot acknowledge opinions given by current China, considering they do not disclose information and do not allow freedom of speech. It is hard to believe that the virology laboratory in Wuhan was not involved with the spreading of the bat-borne coronavirus, which they had been researching for about 15 years. We cannot exclude the possibility that it was used as a weapon. If Biden is elected president, China could become the next hegemonic power. We pray that the American citizens tell apart a creative statesman from a dictator and make the right choice. Thank you, John. So I hope that you too can make the right choice by reading this book and making up your own decision from a more detailed perspective than the mass media shows you. In fact, the mass media shows you only the outside, but if you want to get into the inner world, the inner workings, and the subconscious mind of these two candidates, this is the only book which will show you such kind of information. You can get this book at okawabooks.com or amazon.com or at a Happy Science location near you. It was great talking to you again, John. Likewise, though. In these trying times, stay happy, healthy, and positive.